So, yo, 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 yo. Uh, back again like I never left off. This is the last cassette. Um, I'm your host, John Richard. So I know it's been a little gap between the episodes lately, but um, we have a lot to talk about. I have a lot going on. Um, so, so uh, Gypsy, so what's what's the quote of the week? What's the wise words that we have uh-huh. for the people? So, quote of the week is, uh, the more aware you are that you create your reality, the less it needs to fall apart to get your attention. Okay. Um, <laughs> it truly hit me because I'm popular with someone that's holding me. And he asked me, I'm always just going bonkers and going crazy, and that shit just keeps happening to them. And I remember just thinking, you know, if that person's mindset could change, their whole world could change. It's crazy as human beings, we tend to believe that we're not as powerful as we really are. Mm-hmm. The mind is such a powerful thing that it can create either your heaven or your hell. And if you press on things that are positive, positive things will come to you. And if you press on negative things, negative things will come to you. Um, so definitely when I saw this on Facebook, I was like, I actually had a quote, you know, already ready that I made up. And then once I saw this, I said, oh, no, like, I got to do this one. This one is just it's perfect. We really got to realize how much in life we create our own reality. So that's why I picked this quote. Hey, you're speaking your truth. Um, it, it basically, it comes down to uh, the laws of attraction. Um, Absolutely. In which we could create our heaven or we could create our hell. You know, I think sometimes we get so so caught up in like life itself or other forces rather than the force that we have, you know, rather than the power that we have within us. We, we always look to the, out, the exterior instead of the interior, exactly. you know, and I think sometimes when you look into the interior, you can move mountains. You can do so many different things that you normally couldn't, you know, couldn't fathom doing. Um, so I, I totally agree with that, you know, because I'm all about, you know, being yourself, you know, doing what you have to do to get to that point, manifest your own power. So, I mean, that was real for me. Um, I don't know how that's yeah. for everybody else, but that's, that's some real stuff. Yeah, it definitely is. I know, Rich, like, you talk about this all the time. You always, you're, you're big on what people project into the universe. You mm-hmm. talk about that day in and day out, for sure. I mean, so. we speak everything to existence. Um, Absolutely. So, I mean, that's real. So, all right, enough of the, enough of the, uh, the, the, the shit talking. Let's, 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 let's dive straight into it. Um It's a great thing. It is. Um, and I don't mean to cut you off, but um, when he won 45, um, the president, Donald Trump, tweeted at him. Kind of throwing a little shade. Um, but 
uh, the new governor threw shots back at him. Was like, look, when you next time you saying you know who you know saying my name, you know at me. So don't you know don't don't be a coward or whatever the case may be at me. You know Wait. you know my username. You know how to get down. Uh, well, you know how I get down, whatever the case may be. So, shout out to Andrew, oh, man. Oh, wait, oh. What did Big Orange say? Um, I, got, I have to pull up the post. Uh, let me see, let me see. Uh, he, was basically, he was basically talking junk, man. Um, as always. As always. Shut up. Shut up. Shut up. I mean, that's basically what he do anyway, you know. He toot all day, but, you know, he ain't had that same energy when he went to North Korea. But that's neither here nor there, you know, basically. Um, but, F him, man. So what else we got? What else? What else we have? Anyway, so, so this wonderful news, all right, what's next? Let's see. Um, so Demi Lovato. So, um, as everyone knows, last week she overdosed. You know, she's been battling with, you know, substance abuse with drugs. I mean, and honestly, she started at Disney Channel. And she actually overdosed. And tell me why. They found the drug dealer who built her the, the substance that she had. And tell me why PMC gave him a damn interview. And he quoted, she knew the risk when taking the drugs. So, I just was thinking, you know, black dealers go to jail for family or life, and a white dealer gets a fucking interview? Like, I could believe it. Face plastered on PMC and everything. Like, oh, she knew what she was in for when she decided to buy the drugs. How the hell did he get an interview? Like, he should be in jail right now. Like, and I've heard nothing about him being in jail. And I thought that, that just baffled me. Like, I could not believe it. Well, so, it's sometimes it's the it's the complexion for the protection or the income for it. Uh, in, in regards to Demi Lovato, um, you know, hope, hopefully she get the help that she needs. As when anybody struggling uh, struggling with a um, a drug addiction or any kind of addiction, first and foremost, I want everybody to get um, the help that they need. And yes, addiction. Uh, it's something serious that is plaguing not just the black community, plaguing the white community. It's, it's plaguing every community. So first, we have to yeah, first. Let me let me get out of the way before I go to my little spill. And, and now let me go to the spill. The this is what people are taking knees for. This is what people yeah. are protesting for. This is what you know. All black everybody. Saying Black Lives Matter, this is what this is for. It's because of the disparity within the criminal justice system that we constantly talk about because we constantly see it. Look, we are not paranoid, right? We don't know if the criminal justice system don't like us. We don't know that. But what we do, these are the facts. We get a longer prison sentence, right? We have more police uh, locking us up in our neighborhoods. Right for petty uh, drug offenses, which will be in jail for crack cocaine. Let me let me explain this. Crack cocaine, you get a longer sentence for crack cocaine, which is the diluted form of cocaine, than you get for pure cocaine. And that makes no sense. 
no sense because cocaine is the pure substance. So why not get more time for cocaine than crack? Like it makes no sense. Because I I, I would say this is because in regards to cocaine, right? A lot of people in the hood or whatever, poor people cannot afford just the whole cocaine by itself. So what they do is they give it to you with a little bit of baking soda. They dilute the whole thing so it could, you know, it'll be more to go across um, the hood. It goes go across the ghetto, the most you know poorest communities that's in the nation. And who usually live in those communities? A lot of times it's black people. And that's something that's real. We could try to ignore the fact, but it's it's real, right? Now I'm not saying that um other races like white people, they're not in the you know, not in the hood and not poor. But what's the stereotype is this. We don't know that, you know, um that the government, you know, put us into the into the ghetto. What we do know is that they only, you know, approve the banks only approve our loans to stay in the ghetto, and this is the stuff. And this and this is the stuff we're talking about is that if the drug dealer who who gave them Lovato the drugs is on camera saying, "You know what? I did it. Yes, I fucking did it," and we just, oh shit, that's normal. Do you remember when she overdosed on? Heroin addict. Ooh, let me Google it really quick. Let me see. Um, let's see. It's, a, it's it's probably heroin or some angel dust or at worst opioids. That's that's a, that's the new thing that's going on pill popping. But that's the thing I'm saying. Little Tata, you know, my man's getting locked up for selling a gram of weed. Uh, I just realized what the fuck you just said. Yeah, but you know what I'm saying. But he's getting locked up for a gram of weed, while um, Christian is selling angel dust. He's selling opioids, pills, or whatever the case may be, and he gets less time than Tata. And that's the things we have to deal with. That's the thing we're looking at as far as black guys in the community. We're looking at it like, you know what? This is crazy. Jeezy made a song, Don't Get Caught. It's be okay. It's okay to floss, homie. Just don't get caught. And these guys out here, like, say in the suburbs, living that life, parents have all this money, and they dealing with those things, and they, they just get slapped on the wrist. And this is what we're talking about in 2018, um, the end of 2018, going into 2019. It's constantly. I'm... For me, look, if you out here hustling, you out here getting your money, do your thing. You're an entrepreneur. But the playing field is not even. It's not. It's not even. That's the thing. It's not. And that's what's bad about it. No, it's not even. This is not. It's, it's, it's totally um, unbalanced. But if we, if we constantly keep mentioning it, we constantly go to you know, we take a stand, take a knee in regards to this. Nobody cares, right? I remember, all right, what was the argument? You remember they said that when the NFL players and multiple other people was taking knees during um, the games or just protest, they would say, well, that's disrespectful to the veterans. So I was like, you know what? Let's take a step further, okay? All right, that's cool. 
right? It's disrespect to the veterans. Everybody's entitled to their own, own, own opinion, but there was something like disparity. So I said, you know what? So this is what I did yesterday, right? Now. So I went to the homeless veterans um, shelter. If anybody's listening that's in Columbia, it's off of Medical Drive, right off of North Main. You can't miss it. And I went there and I went to talk to some talk to people and volunteer. And so I'm asking questions. So how many people come in here and volunteer? How many people come here and donate? How many veterans? Columbia, South Carolina is considered supposed to be a military-friendly um, city. But why isn't the veterans, a lot of veterans, volunteering at the homeless veterans shelter? Why is everybody or all these people here? We're 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 and it's crazy to me because we're in a Bible belt. Everybody's so for the military, but when the military is homeless and is in the shelter, where are all y'all at? Y'all not there? Because I was just there talking to them, and it, it, it's crazy to me because the defense you use, you're not even putting it up. A lot of you guys. And it's right off of North Main. Right over. So all these people, millions of people talking about, oh, it's disrespectful to the flags and the veterans and people that have fought this country. But yet, when it's time to show up, you guys are not there. Nobody, nobody's there. You know, and I, I just sometimes, you know what, you, if you're going to stand for something, no, just talk about it, be about it. So I went to the shelter. And right across the street from the shelter is the family, the family place. So on one side is, is, is the veterans, the males are over here. And across the street is um, the family of the veterans that's homeless as well. But nobody comes and donates. Nobody comes and volunteer. But we're so much talking about veterans all the time in regards to protests. So when people next time somebody say anything, about well, disrespect to the flag, disrespect to the veterans. Well, go to the veterans homeless shelter, and how about you help the veterans? Thank you. If not, shut up. First of all, it was not even about. It's about things like Demi Lovato, um, drug dealer, who could who could go on TV, national TV, and say, "Yeah, I gave her the dope. Yeah, I gave her these drugs, and nothing happened. There's no repercussions." This is not no damn behind the music. This is not no goddamn documentary. This is shit that we've seen in real life. That nothing happens. But yep. I digress. Because if we keep going on and on and on, it's not going to solve nothing. I just want my, I, my thing is this. I want people to open their eyes and see what things goes on. Yes, it's not affecting you individually. Right, because sometimes we get so selfish and we get so um, put on to ourselves that we don't look at the world. We look at just ourselves. How is this going to affect my house? How is this going to affect my pocketbook? How is this going to affect my family? Right. So this is what this is, and this is what people say. Rather than you know what, how is this going to affect the whole community? Now, if it affects the community, guess what? Guess who house in the community? My house. We're not looking at it like that. So that's crazy to me. It is it is it is crazy to me. That but is so true. It is what it is. That's crazy. So how was that experience going to um 
the veterans. It was, it was a humbling, it was a very humbling experience. Um, you know, I was in the military at one point in my life um, that I've seen people who served this country and what they served was for noble causes. We got to understand that in these times, people were just doing it to, well, those times with these veterans I was talking to, it was doing it just to change their course of life. You know, some of them was like, no, my father was in it, so I had to do it. And something or another happened, and guess what? They're homeless. Not just them, but their families. And so, knowing that I have, I'm not privileged by any means. I work a nine-to-five like everybody else. Um, but to see people like that, in which everybody, you know, want to praise them, but not give them no nothing, not help them. It's, it's, it's absurd. And not only that, um, I also talked, spoke to, this is all yesterday, man. I was on the move. I was on a rampage. Also, yesterday, I spoke to Miss Todd from Sister Care. Uh, for those who don't know what Sister Care is, it's like a shelter for battered women. So, and it's crazy to me again, because as, as a man, I always speak on, you know, women and you know, this and that was that not, not many men go out here and volunteer or even, you know, go there to hear women's stories. Um, I can tell you this, that October 10th, um, they're doing, um, you know, I'm going to help volunteer, uh, with sister care. Um, I think is I think it's on some church ground. I think go back and look it up. Um, and listen to some of these women's stories. So my advice to people that's out here that's listening or watching, whatever the case may be, is that go listen to these stories. Um, let's know that it's, it's, you know, you're not alone. Um, the South has one of the highest domestic violence uh, charges in the nation. It is, it, is, it is extremely high. And for us to just ignore it and just think that we're just going to pray it out of somebody, it's absurd. These women... Um, they, they had to go through counseling. So it's not just something like, you know what, let me switch, let me change your situation. Um, remember I've talked to with Scott, is that you need counseling to get yourself through it. It's a day-in, day-out thing. It's similar to an addiction. Uh, once you've been high for so long, um, getting down, calming down, it's the hard part because you, you want it more. Um, you know, some of these women don't know the, you know, that's their first love. That's their husband. That's their father. That's their brother. So, um, you know, just to tell people to uh, basically, basically, you know, go to these organizations, Sister Care, um, Homeless Veterans Shelter, and, you know, just sit down and listen to these stories. Um, but in regards to what we were talking about, it's, it's, it's always a humbling experience knowing that there are people out here willing to help their fellow bedroom um, and system. So yeah, it was it, it was humbling. That, that you actually took the time to go to these places, especially the um, the battered women, because I wish more men would do something like that. Because I think you know you can go back and. Spread the word, 
I, I can't I can't be going out here saying that you know I'm Clark Kent or whatever and not try to save something or, or help someone. Um, but like I said, it's, it's a very humbling approach to go and volunteer and then to listen to some of these women's stories. Um, I just remember what 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 basically started me off in regards to the sister care. Mm-hmm. I remember when the Ray Rice thing happened, and. Mm-hmm. I don't know if I was on, like, you know, say you was on Twitter. You probably remember the thing that said, why I stayed. And I don't know if everybody remember that. And what happened was I was strolling down, and I just remember reading it, you know, why she stayed. She had nobody else to go to. Uh, why she stayed. Her parents get out of the house. So if, you know, if she could just suck it up, get beat up by her guy, she could have a place to stay. Why she stayed. You know, it, it was it was it was multiple other um, stories, and for me, um, being a father, being a husband, um, just being a man. Period. Uh, I had to learn learn those kind of things, because you know it's it's it's, it's, under, it's good for somebody to say, "Well, don't hit a woman." If you hit a woman, you're a punk. You know, I remember people used to always say that, and you be like, "All right, all right, all right, don't hit a woman." You know, but. Nobody never says like you know this is this is the repercussions of it. This is what happens to her mentally. This is what women go through. Um, to me, it, it's it was one of those things where it reaffirmed why I am the way I am in regards to just women. Period. Um, and it's, it's real, and, and I will you know love, and I'm gonna continue continuously um, go out and with the sister act um and you know even with uh the, the homeless veterans um i will continue to do you know, volunteer work with them and i and i hope everybody do it i hope you know people who listen to women um that that's that went through domestic violence um sister care when sister access to care that's that's you can look it up um that's that's where you go uh, listen to them and i'll hopefully it will give you some insight, and hopefully it will help you through the situation you're going through right now because you're not alone when it comes to domestic violence. You're not alone when it comes to being homeless. You're not alone when it comes to being lonely. You're not alone when it comes to being um, depressed. You're not, you're not alone when it comes to being postpartum. Um, even, even, even guys, you know, you're just not alone, you know, and these organizations, these things, again, um, let everybody know that it's okay. Um, it's not just you. We all go through it. We're just here to help you get through it. Um, so it, it, it was beautiful to me. It was very beautiful. Well, I'm just remembering to get a bus out and see Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. 
Oh, by the way, shout out to MJ, the King of Fox. Today is his birthday. Rest in power, my brother. Random thing. I just haven't thought about that. <laughs> so, all right, let's jump to something else. So, Kanye White, uh, he apologized for his comment on uh, radio station 107.5. Now, I don't know where, which, where it's like, um, where this radio station is. Uh, I didn't really have time to look it up. I just saw it on Facebook while I was grocery shopping before the show. Mm-hmm. But he said that he apologizes that he is so deeply sorry, you know, to people who he let down. And he said, you know, during the backlash made me realize, you know, how much, you know, people really loved me and respected me and things like that. And I'm so sorry that, you know, something like that, you know, the way that it came out and things like that. And, you know, just being extra apologetic. So... What do we think about Kanye White? Um, <laughs> all right. Um, first of all, um, let me say congratulations to my boy Antoine Parks on becoming a father. Um, I remember seeing this guy from I met this guy in middle school with the thick eyebrows. So you know, to see to see him have a kid right now, um, as we are adults now, is it's amazing. Shout out to all my fathers out there. Um, but. <laughs> All right, um, but uh, in regards to Kanye Kardashian, um, for him apologizing, for him apologizing for his comments he made, um, it was no, it's noble, it's noble, <laughs> it was very noble. Uh, but it's still, it, this is the thing: people tend to apologize and act like you forgot what they did, like. That it's, it's crazy, you know, first you said it, first you walk around with a magnet hat, you talk about Trump was your guy, now when everybody get on you, now you want to retract your statements and apologize, yes, we are human, yes, we do make mistakes, that is true, right, but in regards to the Kanye, is that when we tell you before, and you still do it, and then your wife comes on, and uh, you know, and agrees with everything you're saying, Whatever, whatever case it is, as she should, when she should have checked your stupid ass, that's when the issue. That's when the issue comes. Um, the issue that's that, that to me, that's real. Kanye, we need the old Kanye back, you know, and the old Kanye back need to have an old Kanye black, and not if you're so white. Watch, you feel me? Yeah, and that's real. Well, my opinion about this is that why do you wait so late? Because how long ago did we talk about this? We literally talked about it. It was like this, a month ago. Like, maybe two, maybe two months ago. Oh, that'd be, yeah, because I think it was like a couple weeks after we even dropped the first episode. Yeah. That he talked about this and he made this comment. So it's like, why did you wait this late? And, it, and, it, and then the, the thing, it, it died down. Like, we forgot about that shit. Well, the reason why, the reason why it died now, I guess because everybody came out with a song, all kind of shit. So after a while, it's it's just like to me, it's just like marching, protesting, right? We will protest, we will yeah. march down the street for about a good week, and then what? We stop and we go back to our own go go back to our own lives. That's what happened with the Kanye when the remarks that he said. We didn't have, I, well, I, I I would say that a couple you know pro black people probably 
went and hollered at him and talked to him, or this, that, and the third. But, all right, with Kanye, I don't think he had the right person to go holler at him. You see what I'm saying? I think what he should have had was he should have went and talked to Umar Johnson or somebody or, or the people who made in Colors because it was crazy. Uh, I don't think Umar Johnson was the right person because I think he would have really left Kanye white crying. I think Umar would have definitely made him like tear up a couple times. <laughs> or, but my, my thing is this, man. Kanye, you should know better. You, you know... He's 30 something, 40 something, whatever the fuck, however the fuck he is. But you should have known better. And yes, he said he was wrong, but it still can't erase the fact, homie. You're going to have to live that life just like nobody. I love Paula Dean. You love Paula Dean? I mean, I don't really give a fuck about the girl, but... But, but all right, Paula Dean, she, she could cook her ass off. She got good pots. You know what I'm saying? I was thinking about giving me some more of her pots from Walmart. I mean, that's real. I want to fuck with Paula Dean. But... In regards to Tiger Woods, you want to root for Tiger Woods. You really do. And I want to root for him, but we fall back, all the way back. Yeah, exactly. Especially when, damn, what's his damn face? Tiger was talking about something. I'm not black, I'm Asian. So when you start going through all that shit, nah. You're nigga, black. you Asian. That's why I said, nigga, you Asian. <laughs> yeah. Well, go ahead, Asian, Asian people, your Asian um, fans. Stand for you. That's what I, I, I tell a nigga just like this. I bet I bet the Asian people won't ain't, ain't fucking shouting you out, stupid motherfucker. They ain't like, yo, that's okay. my man's. So that's 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 even with anybody. Like my thing, even with my pet peeve is this. With black people, right? Black people is the only people I know. And I love black people. I love y'all. I love everybody, but I love y'all black people, right? Because I'm black. Is that we want to be everything besides black. You ask a black person, so, where are you? Well, my grandma is Indian, and this, that, and the third, blah, 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 blah. Like, nah, man, you black, man. You black. I look, look at the melatonin in your skin. You black. Nah, black. man. Nah. Yo, it's okay, nigga. But just remember, when something go down, don't be saying, don't be looking for the black community to come save your stupid ass. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Um, how well she sucks big and 
I wish she can do with her tongue. So um, she came out with this song. I cannot remember the name of about everybody. I don't know if you heard it. It's on the radio. I heard it. Yeah. I heard it. So it kind of gave me like the old Nikki vibe. So I thought it was kind of dope. But girl, when is your content going to grow as an artist? Like I get the whole if it's not broke, don't fix it. But my God. But so um, the billboard numbers came out. And apparently, Travis Scott has number one album right now, and she has number two, which is, I don't know how the fuck did Travis Scott have a number one album. It's called, um, what the fuck is it called? Astro something? Astro, Astro, Astro World. Astro World. With a damn child unicorn thing. I'm just looking at the picture right now, and I'm just like, what? So anyway. I don't understand because I listen. I watched the uh, the MTV Awards uh, a couple days ago with my nephew, mm-hmm. and he had a song that he was singing, and I was like, "Okay, this is making me dizzy. Why the fuck is is this album number one on the Billboard? Like, why? Who the fuck is standing for this shit?" And I didn't even know he had dropped an album. But anyways, so um, Kylie Jenner ended up like posting on IG, you know, that he's going to be going on tour and, you know, how it hit number one. So everybody come and see her and, and Stormy chilling out with Travis or whatever. So Miss Nicki Minaj decided to repost it and write her own little comment. And quote, Travis sold over 50,000 uh, 50, of these with no requirement of redeeming the album, with no dates for tour, etc. I spoke to him. He knows he doesn't have the number one album this week. I love my fans for the number one album in America. I'll explain on hashtag Queen Radio four albums and number one in 81 countries. Oh, yeah, and apparently now she has a radio station where all she does is talk shit and does her fucking voices. It's just weird. But, yeah. And and talk about her pussy, too, ain't it? No. That, that, that's as far as she went. But there's many, 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 many things. Like, anybody says anything slightly about her that she doesn't like, she's just been going off. And, I mean, then she's been telling her fans to vote with people's asses and stuff for her. And I'm just like, what the fuck is wrong with you, girl? You are too wrong for this. She, this bitch has been too famous for too fucking long. She has been rich for too fucking long. For sure. Ha! <laughs> fucking Nicki Minaj. Ha! <sighs> Nicki Minaj been going on a rampage for for a minute now. Even before the album dropped, I remember she made some um, shots at Safari. Well, after the album yeah, dropped, yeah. I'm like, God damn, leave my nigga Safari out of this, man. Look, I I think sometimes when you're at the top and you see somebody coming for that spot, and we know who that somebody is, that somebody's hotter than you, and somebody got more personality than you, and more intriguing than you. Hmm, you're going to have to oh, calm really? that shit down. Look, Nicki Minaj, like, her rhymes to me sometimes, she can flow. I'm not saying she's a bad artist. Nicki Minaj got rhymes, me. And that's real. She do. Bars. But Nicki Minaj, her problem is this. It's the same shit. You, you talking about your dip pills. You talking about how good your pussy is. Your pussy can't be that good. Nicki Minaj, you're 36 with no kids. Pussy can't be that good. Ain't no, ain't no nigga shooting your club, but you ain't pregnant. You ain't no kid yet. You Pause. Say. 
Pause. <laughs> like for real, you 36 with no kids, and you keep telling me how good your pussy is. 36 no kids? That pussy ain't that good then. Hey, if a girl ain't got no kids, that's no pussy ain't good. <laughs> For real. She ain't got no kids. Look at Cardi. Look at Cardi. Cardi probably got some good pussy. How? I mean, she's fucked, though. Huh? You know, the crazier the woman, the sweet of the juice, I guess. What I hear, I hear crazy girls got the best pussy. Well, I, I know that Nicki Minaj, she probably know 36 with no kids. See how you need to get your life. <laughs> you need to get your life and start being a hater so much. Let Travis Scott do his thing. Nigga Minaj, you've been around for over 10 years, about 10 years now. You are a good, you are a good female hip-hop artist. Nobody's, nobody's taking it away from you. But stop it. You don't got Grammys. You don't got awards. Look, it's time for other people to come up. All right? Stop being the old head that still think he got the juice. Unless some of these young people get in. That's what I think about that. I mean, and that's the thing. Like, my thing is, you've been at the top by yourself for a decade. Don't you feel like, okay, you know, let me, let me, let, let me just, you know, go to Cancun and enjoy my, and have my happy black as a fucking after. And just be okay that people that are 10 years younger than me are in the same spot that I was. Like, <laughs> And that's my problem with our community. When we get up to a certain standard, we just want to look down on our fellow brothers and sisters instead of helping them come up. And that's my problem with her. She is so conceited and so self-absorbed that she doesn't realize like how much she could be helping the hip-hop community, especially with women. You know, because there's not a lot of women that are hip-hop artists that are at the top like her and Cardi B right now. There's not that many. Because sex sells. Sex sells. Right. Look, right. I'm a Rhapsody. To me, she was nominated for a Grammy. People don't know who the fuck she is. Rhapsody, dope. I love her album. Uh, Layla Wisdom, I love that fucking album. You know, like, look, Nikki, calm your nerves. You act like you you going through mo like you going through menopause and ain't getting no dick in about five years. I mean, oh, god yeah. damn. She's been going off every five seconds. I just need her to just, I need her to just shut her fucking phone off, log off the internet, and just go some fucking where and just be at a fucking fucking ass island and just be with her black ass self. Like, mm -hmm. she's doing the fucking most. I, I cannot. Too much. She's doing the fucking most right now. Like, you have the number two album. It's not a bad spot to be in. It's really not. I wish I could say that I had the number two album in the United States of America. That would be dope to say. She got a common nerves, man. She be doing way too much. Uh, Nicki Minaj, man. Nicki Minaj. 36, no kids. Keep talking about your pussy. That's just telling me y'all bad pussy. And she may not. But just, I'm, I'm just saying, girls, ladies who like 40 or whatever, or 36 or whatever in their 30s, they usually have kids. And you like, damn, that's that, that's... That's mature pussy right there. I know that thing yeah. good. But what is she? But but she did get pregnant though, because I think she talked about it earlier. She thought uh, earlier in her career that she had a miscarriage. By so far? I think so. Because I mean, she's been with him for damn near twenty five years. Well, guess what? That pussy ain't that good. Cause guess what? She ain't got pregnant together since. 
You know you got good pussy when niggas constantly. Like, let me tell you something. I'm going to tell you something people who probably got some good pussy in the game. Who got a lot of kids? Who got some kids? Um, who? Monica got like three of them. Okay. Beyonce? Carter had one, and she wasn't even with Offset for long. Beyonce? Good. Yeah. She got a good three. Um, we got a lot of them. Sierra? Two? Because which man constantly want to fuck up his life? Nobody. That's what kids do. But Nicki Minaj take several seats too hard. Um... Several, <laughs> and that's just real. But yeah. So, um, next thing. So, did you watch Wildin' Out? Yes. Uh, t- all right. So we talking about the episode with Exilia Banks. Yeah. So, so um, if anybody has been listening to us, you know, a couple of episodes ago, I talked about how Exilia Banks came for Wildin' Out, and she came for um. Nick having lupus because he was like, you're not know, praying for you, praying for you to be positive, blah blah blah. And she said, Nah, how about you pray for your immune system? And I was like, Damn, bitch, we ruthless. Well, anyway, the episode finally comes out. I'm, I'm sitting here watching it with my dad and my nephew, and I was telling my dad that you know she had been going off on Nick Cannon. He was like, Well, why? I was like, Because she was she was offended because she was getting roasted. And he was like, That was the that's the whole point of the show. Why the fuck did she go? So I'm lit watching the show, and I'm realizing that she started coming for um, DC Young Fly. Did I say his name right? Yep. Okay, and I'm like, this is th- th- that's where the mistake. Is. That's your number one mistake. How you gonna go for DC Young Fly? That nigga hit below the fucking belt, my nigga. Come but he did now. this time, though. He did. That he didn't hit below the belt. No. No, he wasn't trying. This is what happened. They were just playing a game, and he just made a little joke. He couldn't get Carter Mick, couldn't get Carter Mick, but he got Azealia Banks' ugly ass, little ugly ass. Right. And that's what got you hyped? Come like, on, seriously. y'all. seriously, and then she talks she talk shit about everybody. She says some really, like, ruthless shit to people. But, yeah, you want you can't be a sensitive thug. I'm sorry. You can't be a sensitive bitch. And then she's talking about that colorism. No, yeah, it's hard. It's colorism and blah, blah, blah. I've never been through something so horrific. And I'm like, what bitch, is colorism? Shut your stupid ass up. That's what I was like. Shut your dumb ass up, nigga. You know colorism. You just say you was ugly. Shit. You don't, you don't need Ugly doesn't have no color. Ugly is just ugly. Just, 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 just stop being so damn sensitive. You come to a, a, a show where you know niggas are roasting. Ain't like, ain't like niggas hit, you know what I'm saying, was high in that shit. You knew what time it was. Thank you. Exactly. You know what time, like, you know what you sign up for. When you sign up to say and make that agreement that you're going to go on Wild and Out, you're signing up to get roasted nationally. And shit, that's a, 
I mean, I'm sorry, but they're just the funniest fuck. If they came and they roasted me, I would fucking die laughing. Jesus. Like, come on, girl. I mean, I, I would think that if she, like, I would think that she would keep the same energy that she has online to, you know, bark at people all the time, but I guess not. Trying to, you cannot, like I said, you cannot be no sensitive bitch. Makes no sense. I mean, you, you, you talk all that hot boy shit, but you can never back that hot boy shit up. Thank you. With her damn two piece, two sets of gloves on. Look like she about to go rob a whole ass bank and ride a bike at the same goddamn time. Okay. What's wrong with this bitch? <laughs> somebody get this. All right. I said, somebody uh. get this bitch a biscuit. I'll be surprised. And of course, of, of course. <laughs> like, and, really? that's, and that's what was more frustrating, the fact that it's not surprising, the fact that we're becoming immune to this. You know? I just, I can't handle this. Between that, between them trying to take our fucking organs and sell it out in the fucking street, I, I just, I, God damn, can y'all just leave us black folks alone for once? Damn. Dang. And kids, fucking kids, man. Kids can't even live their fucking life. I have a fucking nephew who legit gets scared all the time and talks about these things and how afraid he is and how uncomfortable he is going outside and, and uncomfortable how, how he is being around a bunch of white people because we think something bad can happen to him. It's just... It's, I'm just so irritated with this damn country and irritated with our government and I'm so irritated with our law enforcement because they're supposed to quote unquote 
keep on saying that they don't do shit. They all do fucking shit. They wear motherfucking badges and fucking uniforms and wear fucking guns and tasers. I'm just fucking done. I'm done. I'm fucking done. I think in the shooting, um, you know, all prayers and energies go out to his, his grieving family, his mother, father. Um, it's a very unfortunate situation. But here we hear lands the evidence. You want us, you want us black people to believe in the government. But ever since you don't bought, ever since you don't bought black people to this country. Everything you ever did was mistreat him. These are the evidence. Syphilis. You done gave him syphilis. Men of slave. Now you're killing them individually. Uh, you're putting them in jail. Locking them up. Treating them like dogs. Keeping them in the ghetto. These are the facts. Hey, but you, you, you want us to believe in a country. You want us to believe in liberty and freedom. Freedom of speech. You want us to believe in um, that a court's going to do us right. But every day we go outside and we see something totally different. Every day. I don't know if I'm driving down the street. I may get pulled over and shot. I have to deal with that every day. But guess what? Uh, Peter Peter and Jack don't. His little boy, 15 years old. You killed him. You killed him. What, What was the excuse? You said he was charging to you with a gun and you felt that your, your partner's life was threatened? Was that it? What is the What reasonable excuse do you have to give life? And I understand that law enforcement do, that, you know, do have a tough job. It's a life and death job. But you are also equipped to make those decisions. Just like the criminals are equipped to make the decisions. You are equipped to make your decisions, whether it's right or whether it's wrong. You are equipped to make those decisions. When going through these whole things, you had to take a lot of technical tests and all kind of crazy stuff. So guess what? You're supposed to be an honest guy. Then why the fuck do we have all these crooked cops? <laughs> you see what I'm saying? To get into law enforcement, you go to a, psycho- like, what, a psychological evaluation, a lot of technical tests. Obviously, those things are not working. Because we keep seeing so many crooked cops. <laughs> we need to make some changes. We do. Oh, and then another thing, too. I just thought about it. So I was on Facebook and I saw this older black woman. Um, She got stabbed seven times in the neck. By this random white guy just stabbing the shit out of her. And, I mean, thank God she made it through. And then, you know, what was really interesting is that the cops that were trying to get him they didn't shoot real bullets at him. They shot the fake bullets. Like the first, I think the first couple of shots were fake until the real one came out. <laughs> and that wasn't crazy, but if it would have been a black dude, they would have shot him with a real bullet first hand. Bam. Off rip. Just off, off rip. Tell you, man. Look, niggas not paranoid. We are not paranoid. This is some real shit. Real shit. Absolutely. But this is this is this is this is crazy. I might I might read something to everybody. Um, I don't think maybe maybe everybody was following what's going on with the uh, the Vatican and the Pope. Oh, 
my god i read like that shit and i was like what the fuck yeah a archbishop uh let me see uh, i think i saved it maybe i didn't <laughs> all right i probably did um so that's what happened right so archbishop wrote um, what is Carlo, um, Maria, right? So he wrote a eleven-page letter accusing the Pope Francis of covering up sexual sex abuse. Are we shocked? Nope. We shouldn't be. If you are, you're crazy. This has been going on for years, man. They made a fucking movie about this it. called Spotlight, in which the Vatican and the Catholic priests. Were covering up other Catholics that were raping little boys, and the boys came out and they made a whole article about it. this. Was in Boston Spotlight, the movie. Look it up, your fucking self. This been going on for years now. Um, uh, Archbishop Carlo, I, don't know, I might be saying it, yeah, Carlo. What he was saying was this: is that the Pope and people in this in this bullpen, bullpen, whatever the fuck you want to call it, all of them are low key homos. They are pushing their agenda for it. Now, being I'm a man of equal opportunity, I'm a man of, of equal rights. Okay, if that's what your belief is, be great. But the issue is this, Raina. The issue is you preaching something, but you contradicting. That's the issue. And not only that, the, the Vatican is the biggest church in the world. A lot. Before Napoleon even decided to do anything crazy or whatever, guess what a lot of people go to? They go talk to the Pope. They go talk to this church. So this church have a lot of influence, not just in the religious aspect, but has a lot of influence in politics. The world stops. Everything stops when the Pope comes to the United States. Why the fuck the thing stop when this nigga comes? Shit, Celine Dion fucking cried when, when one damn Pope fucking died. This is some serious shit. And for us, and people are now calling for the Pope to resign. People don't know how big this is. The Vatican is full of uh, millions of fucking secrets. The books under the Vatican. The, people don't understand. The Vatican picks and chooses what the fuck goes in the Bible. That's, that's, so everybody will be like, well, I'm not Catholic. I don't believe in that. This, that, and the third. You're right. You're not Catholic. But the Bible, you reading? Guess what? Guess what? Have a hand in that fucking Bible. Oh, yup, the Vatican. They pick and choose who what goes in it. Just like in what the 1600s, they decided to make Mary Madeline a fucking prostitute. Mm-hmm. When she was really um, a disciple. See, see what I'm saying? So it's the power of that. It's power within the Vatican, and that's why um, Archbishop Carlo Maria. When he wrote that eleven-page letter, this was some real stuff. Now he been going through it with the Vatican for some years now. If you read the article, um, he been going through it for some years when he was trying to say, "Look, we need to stay true to the word." And then these people are like, "Nah, man, times are changing. We're gonna change. You know, we're, I'm not. I'm not here to judge. You know, saying people uh, sexual orientation. You know, but your Bible says something different." So what's what's real? You feel what I'm saying? And that's and that's the thing. Um, 
although we have a take uh, what Archbishop Carlo took what he said with a grain of salt because we don't know if it's true, 100% true or not. But what we do know is true is that he's one of those archbishops that was in, he was one of those high bishops that was in the Vatican. So we have to take it with some sort of truth. I think it's the God honest truth because my thing is who's gonna sit down and say Shit, you don't know? I know a couple people that may do that. Hell, they wrote the fucking Bible. <laughs> and that was books of it. Straight books. Also with the history of, of, of that they do this to these little boys. Like we know that we do this. Like we know that that's being done. So there, there can't be. It can't, it's not. It's not far Um, it's not. It's not. Um, but it is. It's something that we constantly see, and we know it is there. We know it is real. Um, but is it? We we don't have bona fide evidence. You're proving to you're proving instant to. Guilty. I think that's how he said. But wait, an eleven page letter was something real. And I want I wish people do more of their research and see what's going on in regards to that. You feel what I'm saying? But that's I mean, everybody's not like that. So I I I honestly don't know. Um you know. What what is what's gonna come from it? You know, it's 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 one of those scary instances um where you know where we're where where we're stuck between um what's right and what's wrong, you know. Uh, we know that you know, the history of what they should be doing, we know that we know that there's no way that the letter is so far fetched. But what do you think, Rich? Like I said, I think it's the truth with it. Um, and just like with anything else, I think that everything needs to get checked. Um, should the Pope resign? Well, it's, it's up to his bishops. But I think the falling of the Vatican may do the world some good. It may, and what it may do may open y'all up to what's really out here. Maybe the fall of the Vatican will reveal some secrets that y'all motherfuckers not really ready for. Because the real shit, guess what? It's in those tunnels. <laughs> y'all don't understand it. Y'all want to talk about witchcrafts and all this other bullshit. But look what the Vatican has. Oh, let me tell you. You saw how I made everybody angry with that post that I shared? Yeah. So I posted. I posted something, and this girl said, "Oh, so we're not. We're, oh, we're not going to act like you're drinking the blood of Christ. Um, it's witchcraft. Oh, okay." And then I, my caption was, "What you got to say about that, Christian?" And this one girl went on a rant about people like me. I was like, "Oh, good. I ruffled your motherfucking feather." Because they always want to talk about how everything is fucking witchcraft that's not in the Bible, but yet you don't think that 
using red wine as a metaphor of God's blood is it witchcraft? Hmm. Or eating flesh? Who in their right mind want to eat flesh and drink blood? You a vampire? Thank you. That's cannibalism, Monica. What? Okay. Okay. But everything else is fucking witchcraft. All right. Okay. Fuck that Everybody's entitled to their own fucking opinion, goddammit. But the Vatican, this is real, people. Yeah, if anybody even know anything about it, like you ever wonder why the how the Vatican gets so rich? All Catholic churches pay the Vatican, and they and, and they put money in a thing called the Peter Pence that funds the Vatican. And there's over a billion of Catholics in this world. Yeah, that's a lot of people that are Catholic. So, um, that's that's you know, now y'all better start taking your little sons to these bishops. These motherfuckers are sexually abusing them. That's real. Yeah. That's, that's all. Yeah. That's no laughing matter. That's real shit. And I wish a motherfucker would touch my son like that. I'm putting this whole fuck. I'm peeling the rabbi head back. Okay. Shit. Same here. I ain't got time. Ain't nobody gonna touch. Ain't nobody gonna touch my kids or my nephew. Ain't no time. <laughs> I'm telling you. I'm kind of glad that my sister is drinking my nephew Catholic, but I'm kind of glad that she didn't really put him deep into it like that. And then, and then the crazy part is I got I got almost chewed out as to why I don't consider myself Catholic. Exhibit fucking A. Right there. Bam. I'm not going to sit here and follow any type of practice of religion and that's what they're doing. I'm not doing it. I'm not. Sorry. Oh, man, that's shit. I don't want to do it. I don't want to be doing it. I do not believe in a damn damn man wrapped up in a fucking expensive ass robe and playing a little boy's booty hole. No, I ain't got time. That ain't no. I ain't gonna believe in that bullshit. No. They're crazy. They're fucking crazy Luna fucking ticks. No Nelly. But that's just so nasty, bro. Like, no. Like, come on, my nigga. That's what they've been doing uh-huh. it for years. Roman Catholics. What do you think Roman people used to be doing? And everybody like, yo, you reaching. If you don't believe me, look that shit up. That's all I can say. You don't believe me, look that shit up. Because they didn't like women then. Mm, they like the little boys. Facts. Factual. But... I got one more thing too. Oh, stupid motherfucker of the week. Oh wait, no. Um, the, now you talked about the Kenya housekeeper. I really want to know about this. Well, all right. So it's gonna take me a minute to go through this. I may, I may ask you to see. All right. So what's what happened? So a lot of these women um are trying to leave Kenya, right, to, to gain some money for their house. Household or to better themselves. So guess where they end up going? Where? Um, this I forgot the name of the country. Some small, some small country. Um, but it's their turn into slaves, right now. These motherfuckers, and they are pleading for help. This is something that's real. They are pleading for help. They are full blown slaves pleading for help. Um, I'm gonna find the article right now. 
and uh, maybe I could explain it a little bit better um, with this article. All right, here it is. So, Kenya housekeepers are begging to be rescued from their Saudi employers. They're having to work in harsh conditions, work seven days straight, and be treated like slaves. All right. <coughs> Shit. Now, some may work 20 hours a day. All right. And then they're being locked in their room, suffering from sexual abuse. Right. And being unable to leave the country. Right. So one of them said she went to the police station and stayed there for three weeks. They called her boss and the boss sent her back to work and said, we still need her. All right. Another woman was raped by a fellow co-worker. Right. And then in prison for extramarital sex. Right. What? She ended up giving birth in jail. So the Kenyan government was warned, has warned Saudi Arabia. But more effort is clearly needed to stop this to stop this modern form of slavery. And that's and that's what's going on. You work for 20 hours, you get raped, and then you and then they send you to jail for um for uh you know for not being married to the person you haven't said, you know, that raped you. Yeah. Yeah. And this is the shit that goes on in this world that's not affecting a lot of y'all dumbasses. Because guess what? Y'all free, right? Y'all free. Doesn't affect you. But it affects her. So, what you think about that? It's crazy, right? <laughs> It's, it's, it's absurd to me that nobody really cares, you know, cares. Um, well, these women, uh, are they escaping Kenya in order to get more money? Or I guess with financial freedom, like everybody else. Um, and then that Saudi Arabia would be giving them more money. But as do they know that slaves. Yep. Oh my God! This is this is just wow. Yeah. And I'm just wondering, like, where did they get the notion that Saudi Arabia would be a better, like, better place to live? Like, like I feel like Saudi Arabia is hell for a woman. I don't know. Who knows? Maybe where you know. Sometimes we try to suck, uh, try to suck it up for the better ourselves, suck up the pain. Um, now yeah. I realize that, you know, it's not always green on the other side. Yeah. You know. And Saudi and Kenya government are war in Saudi Arabia, but guess what? We're gonna take Kenya government serious. What you gonna I do? Know. They better stop before they, they put a little sprinkle sprinkle on Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Okay. Underestimate African if you want to. Yeah. That's what they've been doing. That's what a man was doing. But wow. I, I pray for the women, the Kenyan women, um, that being treated like that. Well, I'm praying for all the women that's there that's being treated like that. Let's let's say that. Um, and hopefully 
and get out of that situation um, and, you know, and get to a way better situation. And uh, the hotel managers or whatever, hope they rot in hell, if hell exists. If not, I hope they get their dick cut off. Facts. Um, but, um, all right. It's a black ass fuck. I hope that all their dicks and nutsacks burn into the Himalayas mountains and fall off the damn sea of the fucking Atlantic fucking ocean and just, oh my God. Oh, sorry, that was my angry black woman rant real quick. Yeah, yeah. As I see. <laughs> yeah, I see that. That was, oh, that is just god awful. Oh my god! All right, so now next to what we going next? The motherfucker of the week. Oh uh, yeah. Uh, the person I'm gonna give this to is Little Boosie. Um. Alright, well, let me see. Let me see if I can break it down for Lil, what Lil Boosie did. Well, it's basically what he said. Um, so, it's, it's hard for me to say how dumb this sounds. Alright. Let me, let me, let me I, I want to make sure everybody grasps what this nigga was saying. Um, I don't know if I can hear it. I'm playing it. I ask for pussy for uh, try to take pussy. Uh, rub on pussy. Bitch, you mad you ain't end up with him. Them hoes mad. All them hoes who playing the people, most of them hoes mad, man. Why you ain't say this in the 70s or the 80s? Because you thought you was going to be taken home. But he ain't, he ain't choose you, bitch. Now you won't, now you won't bring accusations up. Them hoes, niggas don't take pussy getting kicked unless they fucked up. What the fuck this man got to ask for pussy for or try to take pussy or rub on pussy? Bitch, you mad you ain't end up with him. All right, that's enough, Boosie. Lord, Jesus Christ, Boosie. Ah, I tell you a real badass. No, okay, what the fuck? Okay, because, you know, immigrant moments. Just the, the way he was talking, it just like, I couldn't barely understand. What the fuck did this Okay, say? so in, in regular people terms, Boosie just said, right, why the fuck that do women have to lie on, let's say, Bill Cosby? Um, let me put it down. Uh, Russell Simmons, R. Kelly, and Usher. Oh, right. Well, this is more serious than I thought. So, this is what Boosie has to say. Basically, Boosie's saying, take pussy from any from these other bitches. They can get pussy from everybody else. Well, Boosie, guess what? Since you have daughters, let's, let's break this down even. Because a nigga got money, that means your daughter's going to fuck him. That means she's going to suck his dick willingly. That means she's going to do everything. She's going to fuck his screw just because he's a celebrity and he wants her. And if she say, you know what? He raped me. He forced me. She's a fucking liar. Is that, is that, does that sound right to you, Boosie? Because it don't sound right to every other person. Come on, man. This is the 21st century, right? The reason why a lot of women weren't reporting rapes and, and those kind of things is because guess what? Nothing was being done about it. You know, those points, 
if a woman you got raped or whatever, a lot of people blame the woman. Well, he shouldn't have, she shouldn't have been wearing that skirt. They blame the victim rather than blaming the um, aggressor. Exactly. Right? And so, guess what, Boosie? We have video. R. Kelly peeing on that girl. Playing video. Right? Bill Cosby, a man to pop, putting pills and bitches drinks. Right? These are the things that happen, man. And for you to be a dumbass and to say that, well, these bitches just opportunists. Yes, some of them may be opportunists, but not all of them, little boosie. Not all of them. Just imagine your daughter being one of these women. Would you have the same energy? You probably won't. You probably want to kill these guys, right? So be wise of your fucking words, people. Be wise. Yes, this is not the 80s. This is not the 70s. The motherfucker, obviously, it's not the 60s because we be going through civil rights. This is the 21st century, right? The 21st century, right? And you're speaking nonsense into the world, right? And so, and for all the women who probably got raped or whatever the case may be, and you heard what this nigga said, right? Basically, he's saying this. If a nigga got money, he gonna fuck. And you just mad if he if he fucked you and he forced himself on you, and you you coming out, you just mad cause he ain't wife you up. Boosie, come on, Boosie, come on. This is this. Comes from. I don't know. We get looked at as, ah, you just angry and that's a bit ass black woman. No, it's shit like this. That's the reason why as women we say niggas ain't shit. Like, how can you say that? That because a nigga got money, she gonna wanna fuck, and she claims he raped her, she just mad because she didn't get wiped up. Really? Yeah, pretty much. According to Boosie. And little Boosie even got money. Like, shut up. Shut up. Oh my God. He get on my nerves. And I feel like any woman who supports his music is fucking dumb as fuck. Because you support basically you're you're basically you're basically supporting a man who supports rape culture. Yeah. Pretty much. Basically. But he is the stupid motherfucker of the week. (laughs) So many women go through this, you know, and then also, so many women go through, like, and this is coming from experience, like, being in that gray area where you don't even know whether it was rape or it was not, but you just know that in your heart it wasn't consensual. You remember saying no, you remember saying stop, but it still kept happening. So it's like, that's hurtful for a man to say something like that. Man, fuck him. Fuck him, fuck him, fuck him. Fuck him. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of people agree with him. A lot really? of people is agreeing with this guy. Really? But people, a lot of people is not agreeing with him as well. So they ain't shit the damn people that are agreeing with him. They can all rot in hell all together with him. That's fucked up. That's really fucked up. I um. mean. Uh, Oh, it is jacked up. Now, you heard this. What, 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 what ran through your mind when you heard this shit? Oh, I mean, me personally, I was still, I'm like, this, this nigga gotta be stupid. 
Obviously. Um, this is stupid. This is dumb. This is idiotic. This is Aston 9, Aston 10, Aston 11, Aston 12. But, like I said, look at the culture he's in. Look, 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 you know, I have to look at people's background. Um, and it is what it is. But, like I said, it's the people who support him. It's the women who listen to him. Women have more power than us men. And just women use it, then a lot of this shit like this would not happen no more. Use the power, women, because you have it. And, 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 and as women, we forget. We truly do forget the, the power that we hold. We birthed this world. We have we started this world, and we can end it if we wanted to. Yeah. We just don't realize that. Of course, women just want to chill in a cut, you know, and, and speak up when it's time, you know, every once in a while, but if more women uh, speak up in regards to these kind of things, then we will see a, uh, a a different scope of how people approach things, you know. And so, I mean, that, that's and that's how I look at it. Um, you have to speak up. There's no other way. Yeah, because I realize when it comes to us as women, you know, I, the issues that we deal with, we get approached with no sympathy. We get approached with being accused before being understood. Mm -hmm. That's Agreed. something that I understand with this world. We really do. And it's like every single time we turn around, it's our fault why we can't keep a man. It's our fault why we can't get married. It's our fault why we can't get pregnant. It's our fault that we get raped. It's our fault that we get abused. It's our fault for everything when it comes to fucking men. When the fuck is our men going to be held accountable? And, and not just, you know, 47, 40, 30% of the time. No, I mean like 100% of the time. Mm -hmm. When is that going to happen? I don't know. It's, it's going to happen when us men go and volunteer a sister act and listen to these stories. Yep. That's what's yep. going to happen. Stop being a bunch of fucking self-absorbed Prideful assholes. That's exactly when it's going to end. Yeah. It, it completely baffles me at this point. It, it baffles me all the time. That's why I talk to these people and I just look at them like, you guys are fucking dumbasses. Ever got says males. But we allow a lot of women allow that to happen. That's facts. You better start checking these niggas. <laughs> Start checking these oh, things. Yeah. Oh yeah. All right. So, do we have any extra last words, regards, any other things you want to talk about? We get the fuck about it here. I got one. I got one inspirational quote to say. Um, yeah. I, I, I can end on the positive note. The positive note is this: <sighs> Live your best fucking life. Don't go back and forth with these niggas. Live your best life. And make sure you follow us on social media. Um, Instagram at The Last Cassette. Uh, Facebook, Last Cassette. Individually, um, I am I Clark underscore Kent. And um, you can follow her at Egyptia. Yes, yes. 
yes, yes, yes. We're on and iTunes, we're Podbeans, we're on Anchor, um, Google Play, we're on iHeartRadio, we are on um, tune in. Spotify. Tune in. We're on a lot of shit. Just, fuck, just hit the search button. And you, once you hit the search button, you could definitely find niggas. All right? Yes. Just do that. God damn it. All right? And yes. I like thank everybody for fucking listening. Everybody who's on Facebook Live to check us out. Um, I'd like to thank... Uh, um, shit. I think that's about it. <laughs> I'd like to thank the fucking universe for making this nigga possible. So. Yes, God. All right, and so everybody hold it motherfucking down.